0: Hello, and welcome to a new podcast for The Lancet Oncology. In our April 2018 issue, we've got a paper on surgical treatment of vulvar carcinoma, and I'm just delighted to be joined today by the author of that paper, Dr. Michael Herkel, of the Leipzig School of Radical Pelvic Surgery. Dr. Herkel, welcome. Yeah, hello, Gavin. <laughs> so, doctor, please could you provide a brief background to your study and the theory of ontogenetic cancer fields? I can say that it's
1: generally believed it's, it's a kind of dogma, a cancer dogma, that once a cancer cell has its ability to invade, it will infiltrate all tissues abutting it. Uh, And this will be done in an unpredictable uh, manner. So the consequences um, in treatment out of this dogma, out of this uh, concept is to resect or to irradiate a tumor with a circumferential margin of a defined uh, width um, in order to to control locally the, the tumor growth. So this is called wide excision in surgery, and um, I think the radiotherapists call it target volume um, due to this concept. So the tumor spreads uh, isotropically, unpredictably in all tissues around it. But this concept is has to be falsified, it's wrong. It's not compatible with a lot of clinical data. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was a reason long ago uh, that we looked for a different cancer spread model. And um, we have, based on the analysis of uh, a great number, uh, beginning with cervical cancer, um, deduced uh, the theory of ontogenetic cancer fields or the theory of uh, cancer progression by inverse morphogenesis. Um, This theory is completely consistent uh, with these results, um, which are not consistent with the current um, uh, model of isotropic tumor uh, propagation. And this uh, theory can be approached in uh, in three steps. The first step would be um, cancer is not spreading in all tissues but only within permissive tissues. Uh, mm-hmm. Number two, these permissive tissues are defined by the um, embryonic development, by morphogenesis. And number three, the sequence of the tissues which are infiltrated uh, by the cancer, the cancer fields, are inversely related to the sequence. Uh, of the morphogenetic fields producing the tissue which, which will be diseased by cancer. So we have, um, based on this theory, a real order of cancer. Cancer is predictable in terms of its potency um, to spread locally. And this order of cancer can and should be exploited by the clinician in terms of ontogenetic staging, and of cancer field resection, the new uh, treatment for cancer, along with uh, therapeutic lymph node dissection in
0: epithelial carcinomas. So perhaps you could summarize for us the main findings of your study, and what are some of the potential implications in terms of you know changing clinical practice in the future?
1: Yes, the, the translation of this uh, concept, which we have done before for cervical cancer, um, has been now done for vulva cancer, and uh, the results of uh, our study spanning several years are presented in this paper. Um, uh, The um, uh, results are relating both to diagnostics. So we showed that ontogenetic staging of vulva cancer um, is very promising in predicting, for example, the um, uh, probability of lymph node metastasis. So if you have, for example, ontogenetic stage 1, means that there's only a 5% risk of lymph node metastasis, as compared to the next stage, ontogenetic stage 2, which already has a more than 50% risk for lymph node metastasis. That can be, for example, used to select patients for the sentinel node technique, because the sentinel node technique has some limitations, and if the overall risk of lymph node metastasis is low, it's ideal to use this technique as compared uh, to um, a situation where the risk is high. This is just uh, one aspect. Um, of course, uh, it's uh, even um, more important in uh, clinical terms that uh, the surgery developed out of this um, theory, cancer field surgery for the vulvar cancer, which we have termed uh, vulvar field resection, um, produces also very promising uh, results in terms of uh, comparison uh, with existing uh, uh, data. For example, um, um, the resection of the tumor R0, that means completely uh, within um, uh, non-tumorous tissue, is uh, in vulva field resection 97% as compared to approximately 80% in conventional treatment. So the local recurrence rate, um, which is uh, a quality parameter for the surgery, um, is for vulva field resection, just 5% after three and even five years, as compared to the standard data, which is 4% per year. That means after three years, 50%, after five years, 25%. So it's a significant um, difference. Um, And of course, this will be also shown in the uh, statistics of um, uh, recurrence-free and disease-free survival, disease-specific survival, excuse me, um, which is um, uh, using uh, vulva field resection approximately 20%, 20% absolute better than uh, what is uh, usually reported for conventional treatment. Just a a few uh, um, uh, practical things. The larvae majora are not part of the ontogenetic uh, vulva uh, compartment. And this structure can be spared in all cases um, up to OT2. That means that in the majority of vulva cancer patients, these structures, which have a high potential for reconstruction, can and should be preserved as compared to conventional uh, treatment where this uh, tissue is removed when it is close to the tumor. Another um, important aspect is the preservation of the anus in cases where the vulvar cancer infiltrates the anal skin because part of the anus belongs ontogenetically to the vulvar field, and it can be resected in vulvar cancer without um, removing the um, anal function without removing the anal sphincter and the other um, uh, structures which control defecation. Mm. In today's uh, concept, in all uh, guidelines, uh, in a situation where vulvar cancer approaches the anus, the anus has to be removed or it has to be irradiated, which also leads to um, severe um, impairment of its function. Um, So there is even without um, uh, a direct comparison statistically, just from the logic of the approach, um, much benefit uh, out of this procedure.
0: Yeah, it absolutely sounds yep. like it. Uh, but on the other hand, I guess, what are some of the limitations of your study in terms of you know, quali- quality of life outcomes, complications, that sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. of course,
1: uh, this is a monocentric study, uncontrolled. so. Um, The limitations is the study design um, and, of course, the number of patients uh, uh, is uh, 97 is not so very high. Um, Also, the problem is that for uh, the assessment um, of the aesthetic and functional outcome, and there are no validated uh, instruments available. So we had to just ask the patients, how do you feel about uh, aesthetics? How do you feel about function? And uh, this is, of course, uh, in terms of uh, science, uh, somewhat uh, limited. Um, what is a, a real deficit um, is that we did not um, assess the status in these uh, um, aesthetic and uh, functional terms before we did the surgery. Because uh, the status is not always 100%, even it's uh, in the majority of patients, reduced at the beginning of the treatment, because these are old patients that a lot of morbidity bringing with them. So (coughs) this is important for a final statement, what is really due to the treatment. And this should, uh, should have been taken into consideration. Nevertheless, quality of life aspects are still under investigation. And I think um, we will r- report them uh, after um, we have um, finished all the uh, work with
0: it in cooperation with medical psychologists. Of course, yeah. So looking to the future, what's the next step for validating ontogenetic cancer field surgery for both vulva and for cervical cancer?
1: Yeah, Um, of course, it's uh, absolutely necessary um, that uh, the results we have reported um, are reproduced by others, by other centers um, and uh, also in other areas of the world. So (coughs) for cervical cancer, it is already um, a study ongoing, um, a multi-center, European-wide study Uh, comparing the conventional treatment uh, of of cervical cancer with radical hysterectomy and adjuvant radiation uh, in the situation of risk factors with um, total mesometrial resection, which is a cancer field uh, treatment for cervical cancer and therapeutic lymph node dissection without adjuvant radiation. And um, as I have uh, uh, just uh, uh, get to know, Approximately half of the patients have been recruited. So the study has to recruit another 50% in order to uh, reach uh, the numbers and get the results. We will um, definitely have a similar uh, study uh, on vulvar cancer right now after the publication in uh, your journal. I'm not the principal investigator of uh, these studies um, because these studies are led under the guidance uh, by the professional societies and they have their principal, principal uh, uh, investigators uh, for uh, these studies. For me personally um, it's very important to further test um, the uh, theory of ontogenetic cancer fields or the theory of cancer progression as inverse morphogenesis and uh, providing more and more clues for its logic. So um, we recently have put the the theory into the context of uh, self-organizing biological systems and it nicely fits into uh, this uh, concept. Also, I'm a surgeon and um, I try to convince and motivate surgeons, cancer surgeons in all over the world to study ontogenetic anatomy despite its complexity. It's very complex, that's true. But uh, that's not a reason not to deal with it. Because um, uh, if this ontogenetic anatomy is translated um, into uh, the clinic by uh, uh, ontogenetic staging and cancer field researching, uh, resection, it is extremely rewarding, um, not only because of the beauty of the procedure. The procedure, the surgical procedure performed um, with a knowledge uh, of ontogenetic anatomy is brilliant, is really a beauty. But also, and I think that's uh, most important for the benefit of our patients. Well,
0: Dr. Herkel, it's a fascinating field of study, and thank you so much for your time today.
1: Oh, it was a pleasure for me and I thank you for the opportunity to speak a little bit about the procedures.